Woody on the mic. I'ma get you hype. Woody on the mic. <laughs> Good evening to you too, Woody. Yeah, I was literally doing the Snoop Dogg dance, like the arms out. Yeah, I like that intro for sure. You like that? I like that. I like it as well. Woody. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Now. How you feeling today? Chilling, 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 man. Uh, today it's almost into another day. Tell them why. You know, these sessions are getting later and later, Woody. What's going on? Look where we at. We could call it at will. <laughs> right, but I wake up at four in the morning. First of all, it's a Saturday, so I don't know. Okay, but... <laughs> well, it's about to be a, Sunday, so... I have a little clock that wakes up regardless of the day. I woke up this morning at about 5.20, which is my normal wake-up time. I press snoozed. I went out to Holtzville, Long Island. To Deep. do? Went to do some work, uh, some switches and stuff. Like, change lights to work on different switches because, like, the, the whole section is operating on, like, two switches. Okay. So they want to, like, break it down to, like, different sections. And um, it was pretty deep. <laughs> it was, like, 53 miles. An hour without traffic. Who do you know out there? Absolutely nobody. Literally nobody. So, how did you end up changing switches in Holtzville and you know absolutely no one? A friend of mine needed help if you were trying to get me there, you know. Okay, I mean, that's where I was getting at. I was just very curious. A friend of mine needed help. As to how you ended up there. Okay. I don't know. A friend in need is a friend indeed. So, do you want to tell them what we're going to do today? We're going to try something different. Freelance. Freelance? Freelance podcast. <laughs> I just made that up. I have no idea what that even means. But. We'll give a meaning to it. We went through a few topics we wanted to talk about from certain things. And we figured, due to change of plans last minute. Right. <laughs> it's not my fault. Um, so we decided. We were still going through, and I was like, you know what? Hey, E, let's try this. And you was like, all right, that's cool. We could do that. And based on what's going on, it's actually kind of probably could fill in what we're going to talk about, so why not? So right now I have a news app on my phone. Okay. This is called, I don't, I don't want to give the name of it, so. A news app? It's just a news app. So we're just going to go through random articles and just jot down a few things about these articles. I'll take on it or what's the brief... Take on what's it about, blah, blah, you know, just talk. So are you going to read the articles? Well, first off, I'm going to have to go through, there's a whole bunch up here. Do I randomly pick? Do I pick the one that I want to talk about? or The way you made it seem was that this thing randomly generated an article for you to read. No, actually, no, it has them up already. And what I'll do is I'll just keep scrolling down and I just pick what I want. But it gives me like different topics. Like it's like the top news, local news, COVID news. COVID got its own topic, by the way. It wasn't like that a year or two ago. Do you want to start with my Today in History? You can do that. Well, you could have made, you, you know, it's eight minutes till midnight, so you could have waited and just talk about it. <laughs> well, I want to go ahead and give it in because. I have eight minutes to discuss what happened today in history. Do it, do it, do it. So, today, 
December 4th, in 1969, Fred Hampton and Mark Clark, which were members of the Black Panthers, were gunned down by 14 police officers as they lied sleeping in their Chicago, Illinois apartment. Uh, after 100 bullets had been fired, the police described this as a fierce gun battle with members of the blank, blank, uh, the Black Panther Party. However, ballistic experts later determined that only the bullets that came from the police officers were retrieved at the scenes, and in fact, what the police were describing as bullet holes from the Black Panthers were actually nail holes that were made by the police officers. So they tampered with the scene <laughs> and made holes on the door with a nail and tried to pass them off as bullet holes. Are you surprised? Of course not. All right, so on that topic, right, you ever seen the movie The Messiah? That I, actually, I haven't. It was actually on H. Was it HBO or Netflix? I think I don't know. Whether whatever network it was, um, streaming network it was on. I've seen it. And do you know how old this dude was? It says here he was. Fred Hampton was twenty one, and Mark Clark was twenty two. Twenty one, at twenty. Imagine like at that era, a twenty one year old black man. And they were threatened by him. China, which I tell everybody, if you look at this, when the Black Panther was actually set as, they actually put him as like a terrorist group. Right. So you're feeding your community. By who? The United States government deemed them to be a, th- a terrorist group. Right. No, I was just wondering if you knew who the leader of the agency that labeled them a terrorist group. Is it Hoover? Yes. Yeah. So, right, where they try to teach people how to sustain your own community. They try to educate their own kids. Remember, at that point, you're not getting public funding for schools at a level where they're going to receive a a, a decent or above average. Well, average education would have been good for them back then because... Education was really bad. So they try to educate their community. They try to feed the community. They try to really teach people skills to to get work, to keep work. And yes, they, they did have weapons back then because at that point, if the police is not protecting your community, they feel like it was their obligation to protect their own. Right. And they put it as like they were a threat. How much are, are are they of a threat to you if they're the one that's defending themselves from you? Right. A threat to who, though? But yet, at the same era, you had the Ku Klux Klan. So who's really the terrorist? Where a black man couldn't step foot down south. Sundown law. Without being lynched. Without being lynched. Sundown law. Where the law is, if you're out there by sundown, you are legally liable to be killed. Because that's the law of the town. Where a woman could accuse a child of whistling at her. And me too. And so it's like, 
it's a pretty good movie. It's, you know, again, these movies the way they made. It's like part of it is like you know a little bit exaggerated. The other, you know, is based on facts and history. Right. So, it, it's pretty messed up, man. At that age, and and if you look at it, someone at that age having the will and the knowledge to try to do better and push forward, and th- this was the outcome just off the fact that they didn't like that he was empowering his community to do better. And the name of the movie again? Uh, it's called Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas and the Black Messiah. But they have a lot of other documentaries on him, though, actually. Really? Yeah. So that's that's, that's actually pretty... That was that's, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good one. I like that. I like that. I, you just I, made the clock. You, you just beat the clock. I I had I actually had two and two, yeah shoot shoot and I wasn't sure which one of the two I actually wanted to go with. I like that. That was cool. I mean, do another one. Why not? You got three minutes before midnight. <laughs> All right. So I guess I'll read the. Well, the second one that. I also wanted to talk about you may have a little more information about. Let's see here if I can pull it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to give me a second. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. So, okay, here we go. I just found it. Okay. So, are you familiar with this one? In 1997, NBA suspends Latrell Sprewell for attacking <laughs> coach. Yes. So it says <laughs> on December 4th, the National Basketball, the NBA suspends Latrell Sprewell, three-time all-star point guard for the Golden State Warriors for one year after he attacked Warriors coach uh, P.J. Carlissimo. P.J. Carlissimo, yeah. P.J. Carlissimo during practice on December 1st. Sprewell had a verbal confrontation with Carlissimo when the coach told him to put a little mustard on a pass. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't get that. Yeah, I mean, yo, Explain that bit, one to me. Put a little mustard on it. Put a little bit more effort. Like, do better. That Okay, so that's Sauce what he it was, up. <laughs> so are you familiar with this incident? First of all, this was a classic. That's okay. number one. Yeah. I think when they got to the locker room, this happened. I think he took off his shoelace and choked them out with it. Wait, wait. <laughs> it says here, uh, so once the coach told him to put a little mustard on a pass, when Carlissimo approached him, Sprewell grabbed the other man around the neck and began choking him mm-hmm. until he was pulled away by several other players and team officials. He was told to leave practice Sprewell returned within 20 minutes and threw a punch at Carlissimo before he was again pulled away. <laughs> Yo. Hey, what a, damn, who, who tried to choke somebody out with a shoelace in the locker room? But yo, that Sprewell thing was a classic for real, though. Like, it was spoken about for so long. Because, like, yo, a, a player really tried to choke out a coach. <laughs> so, wait, was this his coach then? This was his coach. Wow. I thought it was, was it, what team was that on? Uh, the Warriors. It the says Warriors? That, yeah. And it says that he was later transferred to the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> and they fired the coach. Yo. And that's that point. I think at that stage, everybody's like, yo, the coach got to start watching how they talk to these players. Because, like, yo, you were getting choked out, bro? <laughs> so then this is this made uh, really big headlines then. Yo, this was huge. This was huge. Like, no sport have you ever heard of a player choking out a choking coach. Choking out his coach. 
put some mustard on it. He said, I got some mustard for you, bro. <laughs> and PJ Carlissimo actually came back and coached for the Nets, believe it or not. And Spiro, when he was on the Knicks, that's the era when the Knicks are just fighting everybody. I guess they try to recruit another fighter. I don't know what it is. Right. Larry Johnson, Alonzo, like, then Allen Houston. That's when the era with Chris Charles on. Everybody was fighting in the NBA. It's not like how it is now. Right. Where the, the hardest foul is an ejection. Back then, man, if you didn't punch somebody in the face, that was not a foul. So it was uh, more in par with street ball? Yo, it was real back then, man. Like, you had to have a heart to get on that court. Your jump shot enough didn't carry you far. But oh, that was yo, that was a good one, man. I like that one, like, huh? So that it was between the Black Panther and that one. Yo. So I guess I got an opportunity to share both. That was good, man. That was good. A little th- brief thing on Spreewell too, is that um, at one point I think his team offered him a contract. Was it like eight million a year? Well, yeah, I think it said that they offered him six million and he declined. I told me I can't feed my family. Six million a year, something like that. He and he never got a, it. And he never got another contract beyond that. Was he blacklisted? No, like I, I, for some reason, another team. No, but remember, throughout that time, he ended up going to the Timberwolves. I think the Timberwolves. He had a good season. They gave him. A, they tried to give him a contract extension. Or I think his contract was done. And what they did is they offered him another contract, and he turned it down. Thinking like he want, he said he wants more money. Right. He's like, I can't feed my family. I think it was like $8 million or whatever. I don't know what the amount was, but it, it was a good amount. But he's like, I can't feed my family on this. And next thing you know, he had no other contract. He never played in the NBA since. He's like, yo, man, that was a bad deal to pass up on. Wow. But um. Yeah, it says that uh, he actually, he went for arbitration uh, to fight against the year's suspension and they reduced it to 68 games. Out of, what, 82? <laughs> well, I was about to ask you how many games are played in a regular season. A regular I think it's, 80, it's 82, yeah, 82 games. So they reduced it to... <laughs> 14 games they took off. Like, dude, you choked the coach, bro. Like, Yeah, so then it says in 2003, he was uh, then later on traded to the Timberwolves. Yeah, that was yo. That was a classic, man. That was a freaking classic. So it <sighs> says here. Uh, let's see. When the season ended, however, Spreewell rejected a three-year, twenty-one million extension offer from the Timberwolves. Is he serious? How much was it? Uh, twenty-one million for, for three years. Yeah, and he's like, yo, I can't feed my family. <laughs> I'm like, yo, bro, you can feed many families on that. Seven million a year? You can feed many families. And I don't know what the tax is in Minnesota. I was going to say, I, I was going to ask, uh, what do you think those 21 million in uh, real currency is? Uh, with inflation now? Mm-hmm. After a good season where NBA players are getting paid buku bucks. like So seven million now for what he produced that previous year while they gave him, which is a decent deal at that time. And I was about to say, remember that this was actually in, uh, let's see, it says, so during his 2004-2005 season. Yeah. So that was like, what, 19, uh, 18, yeah, 17, 18 years ago. Yep. And for it to be a good deal at that time, let's say $7 million, right? So in today's money, you probably could be looking at maybe 15 maybe, 16. He couldn't survive. I can't feed my family on 16 million. You crazy, E? 
Does he have a large family? I don't know, but I remember he started a GoFundMe not too long ago. No. I swear to you. A GoFundMe for what? Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> and the plot thickens. It's pretty well. So that choke out cost him a lot. Is that what you're no, telling he's, me? No, he still had... Um, he still had um, he still had a career after that. It's, after it's, it's the turn- choke out? Yep. It's, it's, it's the turning down of that contract. That's what was the end of him. That was the end of him. No one else wanted to yep. be bothered. Oh, this is sad, but he does have a GoFundMe. So it goes, reports of uh, GoFundMe for ex-NBA star Latrell Spurrell go viral. So I guess he's trying to raise, excuse me, I guess he's trying to raise money for his granddaughter. Yeah. Trust people, I set up a GoFundMe for his one-year-old granddaughter who's battling cancer, and the reaction by most people is, how did he blow all of his money? Yeah, let's see. After making $100 million, why does a one-year-old battling cancer need a GoFundMe? First of all, that's another question, too. Like, that's what's wrong with this, like... That is. This this country's medical system or uh, healthcare, whatever it is. But yeah, like how you make a hundred million and, and you have a GoFundMe? I always feel like <sighs> how much of that GoFundMe is actually really going to the child? You're talking about based on the GoFundMe people taking their money, or do they take their money and GoFundMe? The platform, do they like get a cut? I don't know if they get a cut, but I do know that. How much money is the one-year-old really... How much money is really going into her treatment? Because I'm pretty sure, like, some type of health insurance will cover that at one years old. Because right. children have to have health insurance. The state or the city will, whatever it is, will provide it. At least I know in New York. Wait. Didn't you mention to me earlier something about St. Jude's? Oh, yeah. What, <laughs> what was that? Matter of fact, let me pull it up. Since we're doing, you know, freelancing news or whatever. Uh, it was a St. Jude's the fraud case. And explain to our listeners what St. Jude is for those who are not familiar with it. Okay, let me see. St. Jude's husband. Let's see. Let me just try to post some up. Okay, this article says St. Jude's agrees to pay. And on that note, we'll be right back. Welcome back, welcome back. Picking up where we left off, right? All right, this article is saying St. Jude Medical to pay $27 million to resolve healthcare fraud allegations. So supposedly they were selling defective like, device, like medical devices or whatever it is, where some of these devices would be implanted into people. And What do you mean? Like, let me see. Let's see here. Like the exact devices they were talking about. It says the Justice Department announced that St. Jude Medical agreed to pay $27 million to resolve a healthcare fraud allegation that is violated false. What? You're speeding and 
You're like, so that's why that's the second time I've asked you to read the item again. And I'm not picking you up because it's like, you're and I'm trying to give you like clues, but I guess you wanted me to verbalize what I wanted you to do. All right. Let me read properly now. The Justice Department announced that St. Jude Medical agreed to pay $27 million to resolve a healthcare fraud allegation that it violated the False Claims Act and so defective heart devices. The medical device manufacturer, which Abbott acquired in January 2017, allegedly sold the defective devices to healthcare facilities between 2014 and 2016. The facilities then implanted the device into patients insured by federal healthcare programs. So now, I guess the federal government looks into it because this is something that they're paying for. I guess certain things were going wrong. But I'm trying to understand. So St. Jude were was using these defective devices? They were using them and they were also selling them to facilities. Okay. So it's in a possession. And now, like, remember, since now federal dollars are involved, if there's any issues, the federal government, Justice Department, whoever it is, They'll look into it, and they find out that they knowingly knew these things were oh. defective and still put them out there. Sold them. But 27 is nothing to them. Like, hospitals? Yeah. 27 is nothing to them. Yeah, it's nothing. And they'll just eat that up like, all right, cool. Yeah, it's like, okay, we, we won't do that again. All right, we made $20 billion off of it, but we'll give you that 27 you're asking for. We'll give it to you. Makes no sense. So let's see. So do you want to pick an article that you have you just want to throw out there? Or should we start diving into these saucy ones? Well, I wanted to get a little bit into the 15-year-old Illinois shooter. Is it in Michigan? Is it in Michigan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Geography. All right. Go ahead. Let me know what you got. Well, I actually just started um, watching a little bit about it today when I saw that the parents were getting a ring. So I'm not the case connoisseur, but I just wanted to touch on it because there were a few things going on in the case that just I just had question marks about, like the fact that parents purchase firearms for their children. What's your take on that? I believe anybody that gets a firearm should be under their own like will. Like A parent shouldn't be buying a child a firearm, period. Because that's something that comes with a responsibility. And mind you too now, if you buy a firearm... For that child, just as something that happened in Michigan, that parent could be charged also for, for those murders. Right. Involuntary manslaughter, because you you made you made the action. You kind of took part in causing the action to happen. You see what I'm saying? Especially after I was reading the an article that says that the mom texts the child and she said, uh, Laugh out loud. I'm not upset at you. Uh, like, next time, don't get caught or something like, something to that extent. From, from one of the portion of things that I read was this. This 
the one a teacher noticed that he was looking up something about ammunitions. Yeah, he was googling uh, ammunitions, and I guess utilizing the school Wi-Fi or utilizing the school internet services, they were able to, uh, you know, find out that he was doing these types of searches during school hours. And they attempted to contact the parents. Yep. And instead of the parents responding to the school, the mom texts her son, I'm just upset that you got caught or something to that extent. And there was another thing, too. I think they had an issue where they had him drawing bullets with blood on it. Wow. And I think they said they notified the parents. Something happened, too. Well, I'm just trying to get all the details. But just a glimpse of what I got is there's a point where they told the parents to pick the kid up. And the parents refused to take him home that day. Wow. And my whole thing is, why are you buying your 15-year-old... like, why? That's my whole issue as well. Like, why are you purchasing a weapon? And was it like a 9mm? What type of weapon was it? I'm not sure. I think I read that it was a 9mm. I have to pull it up. But also, too, it's like, okay, you're getting them a gun. First of all, bro, you're not even old enough to drive. Like, he doesn't have the legal responsibility to drive, but yeah, you want to give him the legal responsibility to have a firearm. Right, to be able to take someone's life. And He's if you could, not even able to transport himself in a vehicle, but he's <laughs> able to take someone's life now at the blink of an eye. Me being a parent, I know this. If you want your kids to do something that they're not legal for, you have to be accountable for whatever comes with it, number one. And also, if you don't want them to endanger anybody... Be there with them. If you want if you want your child to learn how to shoot, okay. Your child, the way you want to raise them, no problem. Take them to the gun range. Do your thing. But why are you gonna have a gun in the house where this child has access to it? Without your knowledge, they could just have access to the gun. Right. Right. You wanna go to the backyard? Okay. We'll go to the backyard. You know, some people live in certain wild areas where you have a huge backyard. Okay, we'll take I I have a the gun is locked up, blah boom. I could take it out. We'll go together. I put it back in, you can't, you have no access to it. Or, you know. Do you think it's laziness? Like, what causes people not to lock up a firearm if they have one in the home and there's children in the home? I think it's people that just feel like they're entitled and nothing can go wrong. Because it's, it's like, okay, like, like you said, at what point do you realize, like, all right, you've seen school shootings, yeah. You, you may know your kid, but you don't know what your kid is going through internally. So you may feel like everything's all good because your kid talked to you. But at the same time, you don't know. You don't want to take the chance. And guess what? Say this gun was not locked up. Right. Or it had some access to it. Okay, you trust your child. But now he brings his friends over. And what if his friend's like, oh, let me see that gun that you're talking about your dad has. And he sees that gun or they take that gun. Next thing you know, something goes wrong also. It's, it's, just, it's just too much behind it. I'm here trying to pull up some statistics on the amount of children that are shot in the United States. And 
It says here that every day, 22 children and teens are shot in the United States. Is it like on the streets or through schools? Well, right now it's going to say, it says five die from gun violence, two are murdered, 17 children and teens survive gunshot injuries, eight are intentionally shot by someone else and survive, two children and teens either die from gun suicide or survive an attempted gun suicide. Eight children and teens are unintentionally shot in instances of family fire, a shooting involving an improperly stored or misused gun found in the home resulting in injury or death. So, eight of those types of deaths per day in the United States of children finding an unsecure firearm in the home. I'm a firm believer in gun rights. I believe New York should allow everybody to carry. Right. And they just got to take the proper you know, steps to, to enforce those policies. Because if you look in New York now, like I, every morning if I go to work, I turn on the news. Somebody got shot. Somebody's getting robbed. This, this, and that's happening. So I believe if you allow everybody to carry their guns, all these criminals will start thinking differently. And you know, every three months or every six months, you got to go and get recertified. You got to go to the gun range. My friend lives out west, Mm -hmm. and she tells me, you know, a high population of the people that live there carry weapons. And I bet you their crime is low. Absolutely. She says that everyone knows that their fellow citizen has a gun on their hip as well. So no one fools around with the next person because everyone has a gun. And guess what? If I see you shooting somebody, robbing somebody as a civilian, I'm like, oh, snap. I'm going to pull out my gun and make sure, like, yo, make sure. Right. So the odds of someone being around you that has a gun to stop you from committing a crime is high. And that's why I feel like people say New York York is so heavily populated, this wouldn't work. I'm like, do you know why they robbing people on the train constantly? Do you know why they robbing people on the street? Do you know why they just shooting at people randomly? Because the cops are not going to respond in time. Cops are not going to respond in time. And they know they at least 80 to 90% sure they have the advantage. Right. So at that point, see, you allow everybody to get their gun. Every three to six months, you have to go to shooting range. You have to, you know, after your first year or two. Of owning a gun, in order to keep your license, you have to get a certain grade in the shooting range, because you can't have somebody out here with a gun that, that that can't aim, and that's when you know you have stray bullets. You know what I mean? You have to make sure you know what if you shoot, you intend to shoot at a target, you don't miss that target. There's no stray bullets happening. You know what I'm saying? Each gun is registered to each individual person. Your bullets, they have numbers on them. Your bullets are registered. Right. So if something goes down, it's your bullet coming they know, up. They know exactly you know what I'm discharged that You weapon. never reported your gun missing, this, this, and that. You put a lot of safety measures in place where you track down who this gun belongs to. And I'm telling everybody, they all say I'm, 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 I'm bullshitting. Crime will go down. In the beginning, it might spike up a little bit because everybody is so, is so new to them. They're going to be gun happy. They're going to be gun happy until everybody's all right. It's not what I thought. Let me play my role. Well, I mean, also, the first people that are going to get their hands on a license to legitimately be able to carry are people who are already kind of on the up and up or like people who are already 
on the on a responsible path, let's just say. It's not really going to be like a hoodlum or someone in the street who, who nine times out of ten don't even have state ID. You understand? Now the proper credentials, they got records. So let's just say that all the straight people... Or or the law abiding citizens. I get. Yeah, I like let me go and get my gun license. I, Let's it's say available that all the law abiding citizens go out and purchase their weapons. Should be me. <laughs> I'll be the first one on that. I line. mean, the thugs may just back down because now all of these people who are law abiding citizens now they have legit weapons. They can. Uh, you know they they're carrying it on their their hip. It's not concealed. You know it's there, so it could work in a reverse effect. And and the thing with that is like okay, something go down. I'm registered. Right. I shot you. God forbid I had to. I stay there. Call the police. Wait for, you know what I mean? Whatever situation happens, I go through the proper protocols. Right. So you never like the the the. Uh, the I don't want to call these people. <laughs> he said these people. <laughs> they just say these people. <laughs> do it, just do it. E. Just get it out. Criminals. Done. So let's just say that the criminals they might just you know not even want to fool around with the law-abiding citizens who now have these weapons because they're like they have they might have better weapons. Let them stay amongst themselves, man. Because if I can carry like. I remember in New York, in order to get your gun license, you have to be at least 25. You got to put in an application. You got to go through a panel. You got to, you know, show that you're a pillar of the community. You have a business. Even if you have a business, you have to show that you transport, I think, about $10,000 a day. I'm like, who's doing all that? And if I'm carrying $9,000 a day because I'm missing that bracket by, I'm sorry, I'm missing that bracket by where $1,000, I can't have a gun, but yet I have to transport money to protect my business. I can't, I can't have a gun. And to fill the application is about a thousand dollars. Okay. Just for the application, which it, which could be denied or approved. Denied, easy, easy. So and guess what? Pass a fail, a thousand dollars. I went to PA one time to the gun range. Guys, like yeah, twenty five dollars, man. You get your gun license or whatever. You, like you'll be good. And this is the state that's like an hour and a half, two hours away. Yeah, amazing. And I'm like. Why are we living in dark ages? I don't know why this thought just like random thought just bounced in my mind. How do you feel about out of shape police officers? Out of shape, out of shape, what people, you got to get what out of shape really means. Because I've seen chubby dudes and they got stamina, they can run, they play ball. They, like look at like the NFL. You got these dudes like three hundred pounds, and they on the field constantly moving. So it pays to yeah, be. But they get, yeah, but those guys also are winded, and they don't really. How can is in spurts? Those guys like they're. Athleticism or like the peak of their athleticism at that moment is in spurts or like oh first down second down third down it's not like consistent 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 it's like consistent. a little break in between it's like breaks in between so those guys are constantly winded they're big sweaty and they're like sweating profusely 
that's not an in-shape person. They can do their athletic function, but they're really not in tip-top shape. They're like fat is hanging over their pants or whatever the case may be. They're really not in tip-top shape, but they're good for that position to, to do that job. So I'm, I'm saying out of shape police officers. <laughs> like they, they start when they just give up, like, right. I'm not chasing this dude. <laughs> or you'll see them like they just standing, like just standing at the station and they're like sweating profusely because they just walked up a flight of stairs and they're like, <sighs> and it's like, who are you hunting down? Who are you chasing? Who are you running after? But you notice, like, when you go into the police academy, right, even the fire department, you got to go through, like, physical training. Right. You have to be able to pass that physical training. After you pass it, they don't give it to you anymore. But this is what I'm saying. How do you feel about that? I feel like they need to give it at least, like, once or twice a year. I feel that this is something that should be a requirement to... Be in law in law enforcement. You have. To, I feel that you should, you know, be able to chase people. Be able to walk up a flight of stairs. Again, once people's lives are involved, you need to be. You're getting paid to save lives, and if you're physically unable to do that job, like you should know, like you putting somebody else at risk, like what you what your your job is. Now, if you're doing it just for the money, then try to transfer to get a desk job. Right. But like, but the system itself has the system. People always talk about police reform. Like you said, they miss like little minor steps like that. Like, yo, why is this officer not in shape? Right. Why is this officer so big? Like, there's no way he's catching me. There's no way he's catching me. If I need him, if 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 I let's say if I shot somebody, or let's just say I I I I don't know. Can't run up a flight of stairs. if I say shot somebody, like, all right, he could probably gun me down, but because I have a gun. But let's say I kick somebody in the face, he has to come after me, arrest me. Dude ain't catching me, bro. He's not catching me. He's not catching me. And another question. And another one. This is another one of my observances. So, of all the trades, which trade do you feel is the most, is the, is the, I'm say out of most what? Is the unhealthiest. Out of most what? Trades? Out of all the trades you see Mm -hmm. when you're on a job, Mm -hmm. the different trades, which trade would you say has the most out-of-shape workers? It's a lot of out-of-shape electricians, man. There you go. It's a lot of -of out-of-shape electricians. I mean, that that was... Because I'm thinking, I'm like, rebar guys are definitely in shape. Like, rebar guys, they... Constantly moving. Electricians, we have the worst <laughs> workers. They really out of shape. Dude's stomachs that, be crazy. I when I was an apprentice, I used to call it the electrician's belly. <laughs> you know, when you used to go around for coffee and they're like standing on top of the ladder and you look up and you see this big stomach, white, like, oh, put your shirt down. Stomach. Bro. Put your shirt down, bro. Disgusting. <laughs> And the, and the thing is, they so used to it for some reason they don't even try to change it. They don't even try to change it. And it's it's just. I think the union should should do something about that as well. I because mean, remember again, you have to be a certain weight than when you got in. And the ladders. I think yeah, ladders. I think a regular six foot hold what 
300 or something like that. Right. And I remember I was on a job where this guy, he couldn't get on the ladder because he exceeded the weight limit and he couldn't get on the ladder. And That's like sad. all the guys were like, how the hell is he still here then? Like, He's not. He's not meeting the requirements to do the job. So since he couldn't, so since he couldn't climb ladders, mm-hmm. they put him to like rough out some devices. This guy, he was just incredible. He was in the shanty putting together all the boxes, sitting down, like at the table, putting all the boxes together. And then when he went to go rough out, he's like he has like a whole. Bucket, a whole set setup, up to sit down a whole and setup be to set up to sit down and be, and I was like, wow, like you're not even gonna put in a little effort during these seven hours to say like, okay, I'll use these seven hours to be a little more active, a little more mobile. Forget these seven hours, bro. How about after work? You work on this, and as a as a coworker, I probably would be like, yo, this some this, this BS because guess what. And A, he's getting paid the same dollar as you, but yet they're making accommodation for something that he put himself into. It's not like, you know, something happened to him on the job, you know, he messed up his ankle, you know, you know, not to be on workers' comp. He got electrocuted and lost a finger, right? And, and, Nothing. They, and they trying to accommodate him. Nothing. No. This is this is your doing, bro. Like, ah, let's just say it's not your doing. Throughout your life, something happens, whatever. But what effort are you doing to fix that problem? And me being paid the same amount as you, but I have to still go up this ladder up and down, up and down. And you're getting this task that's pretty much free money. Yeah, he was like literally putting ground tails and CVS bars <laughs> and the... Uh... Yeah, you know how easy that is? It's tedious, but easy as hell. He was like literally sitting at the table and he put he was putting together like, I don't know, 10, 20 boxes and... Then he would go and start... And I was just looking at him in disgust. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like The weight is ridiculous. And the task that you're giving this man is ridiculous. Because now, you give him no motivation to fix the problem. Right. No motivation to fix the problem. That's bad. What do you have for me now? Um, well, I just jumped on this article. It says, Woman 52... Who has been married 11 times to nine men still looking for the one? Hello. So she married somebody twice. What do you mean? She's been married 11 times to nine men. 11 times? Well, maybe the other two was to a woman. Um, It didn't say. But I see. Woman who has been married 11 times to nine different men isn't... Hasn't given up on love and is convinced she will find the one. Monet was always boy crazy and fantasized about marrying her, her, her brother's friends. Wow. Wow. She was looking, wow, that's crazy. When she was a young girl. Real young, huh? She first tied the, the knot as a young woman having just left school. Okay. She's known for her, for, uh, her first fella in high school and married him two months after telling her sister that he'd be her groom. Wow. Two months. That's fast. Like, what is your favorite color? Like, <laughs> nine husbands. She's known her first fella in high school, married him. It didn't last between the young lovers, leading Monet fifty two to bethrop a man who she said, "No, I'm sorry, who she had always had a lot of fun with." 
Sadly, that union also fell apart. Only for them to give it up. I'm sorry, give it another try again shortly Sound after like she they was giving spit. it up, all right. <laughs> Nine or ten times. times. <laughs> Similar problems crept into their marriage once more, leading Monet to put a ring on another man. Okay, question. Whoa. Stop. For her, for her, this one just says for Monet to put a ring, ring on another man. She's doing the okay, proposals. Stop. Mm-hmm. Question. So, at what point is it no longer the men and it's Monet? At what? I believe probably your third marriage. Because, okay, let's say you get married once. It ain't work out. We know these things happen. You decide to give it another shot. Now, that don't work out. Because, remember, from the first marriage, you probably learn, okay, this maybe I need to try this different. You need, maybe you figure you out. You learn know, something. You learn something. Communication has to be, you know, stepped up on both ends. You let the partner know what I'm expecting. This is what I went through. You know, you get to know each other. If you get divorced after a second marriage, why are you likely to jump into a third one? A right. fourth one, a fifth one, a sixth one, a seventh one, an eighth one. And, and guess what? Thickens. And a ninth one. We're missing two. Oh, yeah. She, she married two of them twice. <laughs> so, like, seriously, though. Like, How think do you about remarry it? someone you already divorced? Like, what do you feel changed? Here's my question now. After being married, let's just say five times, right? Do you even get excited about being proposed to? Right. It's like... <laughs> oh, all right, you want to marry me? Oh, we going to do this for the benefits? Health benefits? Oh, oh, all right, cool. Like, seriously, like, think about it. Right. What, what, what changes? Like, what is the reason? Like, after how many times? You just be like, you know what? Forget this. So let's see. Uh, wow. Monet has now been dating 57-year-old John for over two years. Oh, she's taking it slow. Real slow. No <laughs> marriage in the makings? He has been married himself twice. <laughs> He's like, yo, I'm not doing this a third time. Remember what I just said? I literally just said that. He said he doesn't want to be number 12. I'm like, yo, man, I'm good. I don't need to be part of a Guinness record. Does it say if she had any children? Uh, actually, that's a good question. Let's see. Let's see. Actually, doesn't list any kids. Oh, actually, however, as much as she loved his kids, no, that's his kids. The pair proved not to be a forever couple. So they did break up. It doesn't mention no, no, not the one she dated for two years. This is like a previous guy. It actually doesn't say anything about her. It doesn't say anything about her kids. It actually, doesn't. So, well, first of all, if your marriage is lasting, what? couple of months I'll give you time to get you know give birth and have babies and, and plus anybody I met that's been married like two times already I'm like mm, your commitment is kind of it's kind of low I don't think I want to do that did you say that she gave someone a ring or someone gave her a ring they said she gave the guy a ring okay alright wow All so right. she, 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 she's the pusher uh, what about this article here Ha! You ever heard the guy Kevin Samuels? No. Wow. You don't watch Kevin Samuels? No. Who is he? Brittany Renner's sweet uh, sitch turns sour as she and Kevin Samuels call it quits. Kevin Samuels is this black guy, right? Which he has a YouTube channel. 
and you know you, you heard of Kevin Samuels, and basically women, he, he has this show where this is basically what I got from it, where he talks to women and whoever, and he has conversation about high valued men and have high valued women. So he basically, start out you know telling people how to get these. Whatever they consider high value, then most women call up and talk about high value men would be in a position where a man makes X amount of money. Okay. So now they're like, you know, I want a high value man, a man that brings in 200000 or, you know, 150000 a year, blah, blah. So now he started really, his show got popular when he started digging into these women. Because initially it started as, you know, if you want this, whatever you're looking for, you want this high value woman or this high value man, you got to present yourself as such, you got to be as such. So someone would be like, you know, I want to meet a man. No, I need a man. My man needs to make 150000 and he would take care of me, blah, blah, 200000 So he's like, yo, so how old are you? Oh, I'm 35. Got any kids? Yeah, I got two kids. Okay, what do you do? I do this. I make 100000 I make 80000 So he starts making now. So he's like, yo, so you think a man that's making 200000 is going to take on a woman with two kids, 35 not making as much as he is, and she wants to be taken care of. If he's making two hundred thousand, you think he wants to take on that burden? Right. And you're being demanding. He could go and find a younger chick, and somebody that's 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 more of like a yes person instead of gonna give him any answers. Doesn't have to deal with any any extracurricular activities dealing with. So now after that, he's he got more popular. He started digging into women's self confidence and they looks. He goes, you look at you. He goes, a man that makes five hundred thousand, not gonna want to deal with you. Look at you. He's like, I look good. He goes, you think you look good? He goes, rate yourself. He's like, rate yourself from one to ten. Girl, like, I'm not, you know, man. I give myself like a seven. He goes, how about without the makeup on? <laughs> she goes, I'm probably a six. So he's like, so you telling me, like, I'm just giving examples. He's like, so you telling me, without makeup you a six, with makeup you a seven. Number one, why are you wearing makeup just to jump one number? So you spending that time getting ready just to jump one number. And two, you just called yourself a seven. Why would a man that's bringing a 200, 250 wants to deal with a seven? Right. When he could deal with a 10. <laughs> and he's like, yo, be realistic. Go after what you are. If you are a five, a six, you got to stay in that five or six range. Your looks may be an eight, but your brains probably bring you down to a four. Because <laughs> think it's so because. A lot of these women, I realize, even now, like just me being regular means like females have certain expectations where independence is what they claim, but they don't want to live it. So you claim me, I'm independent, I do my own thing, but yeah, you still like, I need a man to take care of me. Right. And I, I realize like on the flip side, let's say a, a guy is just dealing with females, that, let's just say their income like me, I don't care if my, my, my lady makes more than me. This is my concern. I actually be happy. Like, I, I, yo, these bills are taken care of. I mean, right. I meet my, you know, like, imagine me being like the person that makes the most money and and I'm like, okay, like, my woman don't make that much. It wouldn't matter to me because I'm like, I plan on just being independent overall anyway in the sense it's like, yo, I, I got to take care of home. But now, imagine my woman makes more than me. Right. And I make a decent living. And I'm like, hey, and I have more money to play with. <laughs> Yeah, because okay. guess what? The bills is paid. There's food in the fridge. The house is well taken care of. Everything's all good. And it's not mainly out of my pocket. We're going half or we're going 
50, 55, 60, whatever it is. Wait, Woody, Woody is not good at math. No, I said we're going half. You know, I said 50. You know what I'm saying? What half is. Oh, okay. I That's why I repeated that. Like remember, I said 65. half. I was going to start doing like word, like quarters or whatever. But I was like, you know what? Let me just go by numbers. E, thank you very much. Okay. That's sorry. why I said half, I'm 55, back. 60, 60, 40, whatever the percentage is. Now I'm like, okay, she makes more than me. Now, you know, we're going 60-40. I still have, I have play money now because guess what? Instead of me taking on this big old responsibilities based on what I'm bringing in, it's we're taking on the people, same amount right. of responsibilities with more income. Right. I don't care. Excuse me. So now, what were you saying about the guy? Oh, I think his chick just left him. He's giving relationship advice and his chick, him and his chick broke up. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> you be like, yo, you can't tell me Jack, bro. Yo, in this week's edition of Well, that went left quickly. <laughs> That's what it says in the article. <laughs> Sandra Rose reporting that the once hot and heavy relationship between Instagram star and NBA play- player PJ Washington's baby mama, Brittany Renner, and relationship expert. Remember, it said relationship expert. Right. Kevin Samuels is now on the fritz. Indeed, it was all good just a month ago when Samuels reportedly was taking Renner on shopping sprees and even getting her with a sick sports car. Wow, this guy's balling. Well, now she's moving back in with her mom and sister. (laughs) And that sports car, well, Samuels had that repossessed. Okay, so... Wow. uh, Basketball guy's baby mama... Mm-hmm. What did he really expect? For, she's used to a certain lifestyle, number one. So, right. But then again, this is what he always says. If you're dealing with a certain class female, you they have certain expectations. If you put yourself to get that woman, you know what that woman comes with. If she's a woman like, yo, she's into shopping and you need to support that for her to be with you, you got to pay to play. And he's always admitted that. So if a woman like guys are like she's a gold digger, no, 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 she's a gold digger because you don't have it. Right. But to the guy like what Ti said, it ain't tricking if you got it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm in this tier of, of living, and I'm let's just say, you know, NBA player. Let's just give small numbers for NBA players. Fifteen million a year. To him, that's nothing. She wants Birkin. She wants you know Louis Vuitton. Then she want to go on trips with her friends. All right, cool. But she's the type of chick that I like. Physically or whatever, I'm willing to pay that. So, it, like he always said that, like so he's taking her, he's doing this. He already knew what he was getting into. So now it goes like this: Can you imagine being 29 years old with a baby living back with your mom, uh, with your parents because you were kicked out of but your house? But this is what I'm saying: He 29, she already has a child. She's living home with her mother. You understand? So it's like it's sort of like a contradiction to the foolery cuz i think i do know who this guy is like when he's talking he has like the split screens and like he's on the yes, top with the and woman, the girl yeah. and like he's always like insulting the women it's like i don't know he just and the woman act i don't like the way these women like they laughing and they like eh, and he's like being condescending towards them sometimes he just Sometimes he has valid points. Sometimes like, ah, it's, it's kind of off. Listen, your point could be valid, but his delivery sucks. But these women know what they're getting into. 
I mean, they yeah, because they, they call in. They're calling the show. They know the what they're getting into. So. They call in. They're, they're, they are calling the show. Yes, you're absolutely right. So I do know the person that you're talking about, but it's sort of <laughs> like do as I say, but not as I do. What do you mean? Because he's giving all of this advice, but now he's on the shit end of the spectrum. No, he left her. Oh, okay. I thought. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> nah, I'm just saying I had a relationship end, but he. I was laughing because I'm like, wow, a person that gave relationship advice, their relationship ended. He left her. <laughs> so. Well, he should have. Like I said, she's a backs basketball baby mama. So what you you know like. I don't know. I just watched a lot of Basketball Wives, so it's sort of I like... I hate those shows, man. So it's sort Jesus of like... Christ. <laughs> I feel like his brain cells dying yeah. as you watch these things. First of all, one of the questions that I had to ask earlier was, have you ever watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians? That was like one of the questions that was generated, not that I wanted to ask it personally. I've never watched it. I don't even think I've seen an episode. The closest to that is like, well, first of all, I'm not into those shows, so I've never really like intentionally made it my business to watch. Like females I've dealt with, like they've held me captive watching those shows. Is that show still on the air? No, probably reruns. <laughs> Yo, this is crazy. What? What do you have for me now? These articles again, wow. What do you have for me now? <clears throat> no, I'll skip this one. You yeah. sat there, you laughed, you choked, and <laughs> these articles are getting wild. Nah, I'll skip it. Uh, okay, oh, matter of fact, we can jump into this one. Kim Kardashian, Kanye West reunite at Virgil Abloh's final Louis Vuitton Fuck show. Fuck them next. Ooh, okay, okay, That's not okay, news. okay. I don't find anything interesting in them. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I don't know. I'm just not into that. Uh, like following behind the stars and seeing what this one is doing. And what I hate this that one, too. Yeah, I'm not into that. The paparazzi. Keep, I'm not into keeping that. them relevant for no reason. Yeah. I'm like, do something with to society. Be contribute. Oh wow, this, this is crazy. Uh, let's see. Wow, Michael Jordan has an 80 million dollar super yacht. She's a totally different person than the person that was on the tape with Ray J. <laughs> wow, she she's upgraded. Yeah, I'm just saying. I see. There's a lot of stuff here, but I'm trying to like is any like really interesting. So now speaking on that, what is she gonna tell her children when they say, "Ma, you made a porn tape"? Do you she, think that'll come up? She's gonna be like, "Yo, I think these bills got paid." <laughs> I mean, I guess at that point, like, I mean, most of our generation, or not most, our generation know about it, but I think the ones that come after, they don't really know about it. So it's like, it'll be very rare, but again, somebody yeah, but will bring it up, but they will, will find out. Like we talked yeah, about earlier, kids will find parents, out. Because the parents, which will be around our age, we know this, and children absorb things, you know, that they, they, they could have heard their parents say, oh, X, Y, Z, and... 10 years later, they'll put it right on that child's lap. Like, your mom's a porn star. <laughs> the kids are going to find out, like you said. But mm-hmm. like, when it does happen, like, what's she going to tell them? Like, They're going to know. <laughs> she's going to be like, baby, that's a lie. What are you talking about? I've seen it. <laughs> you're like, whoa, you, what? 
Uh, oh, snap. This is funny. You ready for this one? Wow, they actually have a picture of this. I'm going to read the... Um, it says, you my boyfriend... Give me a chance to look. <laughs> Yo, this girl says, my boyfriend brought his entire gaming system to the hospital during my 21-hour-long induction. It says, never date a married guy who plays video games. They are children, not men. That made the news. Why do women feel like that, though? If a guy plays video games, he's a child. He's still being childish. Because, like, there's real things going on in the world that need your time, focus, and attention, and not a video game. Question. Do you know how relaxing playing a video game is? It is not. It is not, or you don't know how relaxing it is. I've watched. First of all, turn that down. I mean, what are you playing? That's so relaxing, My Little Pony. What? I mean, what are you playing? That's... Me, me personally, I play Madden, which is a football game. And you, so, and I play, and you're telling me that that's relaxing. And I play Grand Theft Auto. Okay, another game that's ex- that's extremely violent, and you're telling this me this world is violent, and I'm living in me... it. Okay. So you want me to believe that these games do not evoke madness out of you? You watch Real Housewives of what? I don't watch Real Housewives of Which one do you watch? Which None one of these reality them. shows do you watch? None of them. So what shows do you watch? I like uh, like Marnarchy shows. I like uh, thrillers, dramas. Okay. Do these shows... Motivate you to do anything outside of what you would normally do? What do you mean? Like, do they inspire you to do anything outside, like, that they carry in these shows? Like, thrillers. Does, does it, like, I don't know, any action movie that you watch, like, does it inspire you to, like, go out and grab a gun? Does it inspire you to, like, want to be Spider-Man? Like, it, video games is relaxing in the sense is you're sitting back, you have, you have the controller in your hands, and you're running plays. You no, just I, I would take entertaining, but I don't know about relaxing because it's, re- it's relaxing, believe it or not. Your blood pressure is elevated, you're screaming at the game, you're moving with the control, the, the game shifts left, your whole body is going, you're banging the know. remote, you're stomping your feet. I'm, I don't know, man. I'm about you're to cursing. It's at competitive the, too. Right, but competition is not relaxing. Basketball is competitive and it's relaxing. It is Football's not. Those guys are under a lot of stress and under. You don't see half of them are bullhead. A lot of them lose their that's hairline. Just, that's just a lot of men in general. <laughs> a lot of men in general. The thing they, is, you, they, they're always like this on the bench. Because they're like, "Yo, man, I gotta rubbing, win, man." <laughs> yeah, he's killing us. Right. So that's not relaxing. So you telling me? So you telling me when? Like, regular people go to the park and play basketball. <laughs> they still stressed out or they do it for no, fun? No, because they, that's, I mean, yeah, they can be. There are different levels so of stress. it's basketball relaxing to some people. Because ultimately, the goal is to win. So, if you find yourself on the L team, the losing team, you're stressed. You're anxious because you want to try to win. I would say not for everybody the goal is to win because some people are like, you know, I'm just going to go out and play some ball have a good time. Right, but that's on a non-competitive, like, that's just if you're just shooting, uh, you know, I, I don't know what you guys call it, like, if you're just shooting hoops, you know, you guys are, but if you're competing, there's, I mean, I don't know, maybe you're the type of person that believes in participation trophies. Um, You should already know me by okay, now. Okay, so you, didn't earn you it, either you win it. or you lose. <laughs> you ain't earn it, you ain't getting it. You that's either, my motto. 
You either win or lose. There's, there's no easy no route in my book. There's no, there's no easy route in my so book. You should know that by now. So if you're on the L side, you want to get on the W side. You want to win. Okay. There's nothing relaxing about video so, games. So your son plays video games. Right. Okay. He enjoys it. He does. So as an adult, if I play video games and I enjoy it, it's a problem? You have responsi- different type of responsibilities. But my responsibilities are already don't. taken care of, E. But like, what respons- if, if, if I come home from work, I want to sit down, I want to pop in Madden, I want to play some video games. But first of all... You're making it seem like I'm the one that complained about you playing no, this but video you, game. No, but you said it's childish. There's better things to worry about. No, so th- there is. Well, first of all, it depends. If you're playing a video game for a half hour to an hour, that's cool. I'm talking about people who sit on the couch. They come home from work and they sit on that couch and don't get off this video game until like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to tell you that does happen. And would you like to know why? I don't know. You get sucked into the game. I don't know. Time flies when you're having fun. During the pandemic, that's when I know I had it bad. I would literally get up, brush my teeth, shower, work out a little bit, get some food. And I'm like, no, let me play some Madden. Play one game. Play two games. Let's just say, let's just say I start playing Madden at 2 p.m. Play one game. Another game. And another, listen, you're like, yo, it is 8 p.m. What the hell just happened? Time flies because it's fun. It's relaxing. I'll call my brother right now. He's like, yo, man, he plays Call of Duty. Guys get trapped into that. Hours and hours on end, trapped. So there's nothing relaxing. I will take entertaining, but there's nothing relaxing about, if I sit there and I videotape how, people behave playing these video games and I was to put a blood pressure cuff on you. <laughs> it's an intense level. <laughs> nothing relaxing about those video games. I want to make a phone Entertaining, call. Entertaining, yes. Let me relaxing. It's 1255. No. You think he would pick up? No, we're not going to nah, call anyone. So I will take entertaining but not relaxing. Nah, to be honest, to be honest with you, all jokes aside, it is actually relaxing, believe it or not. Because it, you at a point where you escape reality, like you said. You come home. Okay, why do you want to escape reality, Woody? Because reality within itself is just like, ah, it's like, like okay, I'm going to deal with- Your reality is fucked up or something? I'm just curious. It's not fucked up, is that? I just say- So you- why do you want to escape it? That sounds like the pathway to drug use. Do you, do you know just watching TV itself is an escape from reality? Do you- uh- Because you're, you're actually going- you're entertained, or your word, you're entertained. But I, or watch, you're drawn. I just said monarchy show, so that's history. So that's not. Okay. That's but guess not, what? You're escaping. That's reality. You're escaping your current present reality. No, don't switch what you just said. Well, you're technically still escaping reality. Because <laughs> your reality is today on the night of the 2020s. Right. It's entertaining, but sometimes I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's always relaxing. And you also said, you know, thrillers. So thrillers are not documentaries. Think what? Thrillers are not documentaries. Some thrillers can be based on true. What did you just say? Based on true story, right? <laughs> it's not a hundred percent, but based on a book, fully fabricated. 
So, you know, I'm telling you, video games are fun. And I feel like a lot of well, women... Well, I, I told you I will take fun and entertainment because they are. But I, I just don't like the fact how, like, women tend to have an issue with guys playing video games as adults. I don't know, maybe... But I just feel... told you why. It's not... It's not the guy that comes and he plays an hour or two with it. It's the guy that comes home and he plops on that couch and he... I know a few. So it's not the video games. It's, it's the fact that it's the attention taken yeah, away from you. I'm going to say that it's not from you because now you're switching it up to make it seem like the woman is you being selfish. You said for hours. And, right. There's things to do in the house. There, what are all these things? things let's, let's just say hypothetically speaking, all these things are taken care of. Whatever you need him to no, do. No, there's it. nothing. There's always something to do in a house. Especially <laughs> no, it's a house. not. How about you just sit down and relax? Listen, but sitting down and relaxing and being stuck glued in front of a video game for six hours after you come home. Let's say you get home four o'clock and it's 10 o'clock at night and you have not done anything. Anything but played this video game. Okay, so what about this? Uh, let's put another scenario down. What if in the same concept? This sounds like do nothing because sometimes I, I think it's over exaggerated. With like, they make it seem like the guy really did nothing. Like, come home, you relax. Whatever need to be done is done. Let's say play video game for four hours. No, is that listen, excessive? A, yes, four hours is excessive for an adult man to sit there and play a video game. Absolutely. Let's say I tend to fall. I used to tend to fall asleep by midnight, right? Let's say I get home by 4, 35 o'clock. Showered. Got my dinner. I don't need to throw out the garbage because the sanitation's not coming the next day. I really don't have anything to do. And I, from 5 o'clock... You must live a very boring life that you're telling <laughs> me that you don't have nothing to do. That's what I'm I mean, about like, to explain really to you. I really think about... How much weight that statement has, Woody? Like, no, but think about it. Legitimately, of, you no, don't have no. nothing to do. But I'm going to tell you, in the sense of what responsibilities, duties, things that are times that I need to do. Think about it. You would do really outside of cooking dinner or getting something to eat. By the time you come home, like, what do you really have to do? Seriously, what do you really have to do? When I get home... You're not really making a mess where you have to really spend hours cleaning the house. When I get home from work, this is my real job. When I get home from work, I cannot sit down and play a video game for four hours. Okay. Me personally, I cannot because every single person that has a circulatory system in this house requires something from me. Now, watch this. Let's just say your son already got his food. He's good. The dog, the bowl's already out. Warren already took him for a walk. It's not happening. No, no, let's just say, it's dog's walk. Matter of fact, you know what? I came by, I stopped by early. I took him for a walk. <laughs> Done. Your plants, you know, right now, you, you can't be checked on them. Right now, it's 6 o'clock. Let's say you got home with. What time do you normally get home at? 4, 35? Like, like 4. Mm-hmm. You get home at 4. Now it's 6 o'clock. Between four and six, do you feel like you can get like whatever you need to get done done between four and six? No, this is what I'm telling you. Is even when is... I even when I'm sitting down watching a show on Netflix, Woody, like mm-hmm. to watch one show, I pause that one show at least in what like let's say is a one hour show. I pause. It takes me a one hour show takes me maybe two hours to watch because I have to pause it. 
because I had to go run and do something. I had to rewind it, watch that part again. You understand? The so, reason, no, the reason I don't understand where you're coming from because you live a different lifestyle. So now let's just put my lifestyle into it. I get out of work by 2.45. I pick up in the car by 4 o'clock because I got to wait for her. Right. I get her home. I usually don't get home till about 5.30. This is me. An adult, single male. Get home by 5.30. Get in. I shower. Get me something to eat. Let's just say by then, it's 6.30. Mm-hmm. I normally don't fall asleep till about midnight. Now, I got between 6.30 and midnight. It's a Wednesday. There's no football game on. There's no basketball. I'm like, you know, I'm going to pop in Grant that photo. So now from 6.30 to about 10.30 p.m., four hours now, I'm playing video games. What is wrong with that? There's nothing because you just said, like, you don't do this every single day. So... So what is what is your question? Doing it every single day, or remember the question was okay. Adult first of men all, playing. I didn't have an issue with this. You said someone else had an issue. You're sucking me into this. No, you and defended I it. I never said that. I I never said I had a. You brought this issue up, and you said someone you know. I don't even know how it started. I don't have these issues because this is not something that I'm not attracted to. That type of person. In other words, I have a problem with. Men sitting in front of a video game all day long. So I'm not attracted to that type of person. So it doesn't like it is like non-existent in my life because I'm not attracted to, you know, that type of person. So if a guy plays video games on his spare time, just his spare time, when the spare time comes sporadically, six hours on a Wednesday, four hours on a Friday. It's the six hour thing that's just Mind-boggling? Mind-boggling too. All right, so what about, let's say, minus video games. What if on a Sunday, this guy watches football from 1 p.m. to about 11, 11 p.m.? I think the football thing is a little more different for me. Why? It's just him, literally. Instead of video games, at the, on the TV, it's a football games on the TV. Right. What's the difference? doesn't move. Adulting. Adulting? Video games are for children. Do you, do you know grown games, men? Grown men develop video games, grow, right? Because they, they grow up from children playing video games. Do you know video games are one of the... There's actually competition. We actually won. People have become rich of right. playing video games. Right. Like competitions. And, these are, and these are men that never grew up. That's exactly... I don't think it has anything to do with growing up. And there's a market for everything. There, there will be a market for people that like to dress in cow, in cow costumes and play video games. So there's a market for everything. So, so video games can't be a hobby? Video games can absolutely be a hobby. But once again, I'm not attracted to it's, that not, We're not talking about your attraction to that type of person. But it's I'm non-existent th- in my... This is what I'm telling you. It's non-existent in my world. So I don't really have like a dog in that fight because you I'm You not- were just barking in the sense of, yo, men that play video games are immature. They- you just... You put that word in my mouth. You said they're children. I said that video games are for children. They are. So what about adult men that play video games? Well, I've just said that these are men that never grew up and they still have that little childish trait that they want to play video games for six hours. I don't know. So if you play a video game as an adult man, it shows signs that you have not grown up. 
It shows signs that there's some kind of disconnect somewhere. If you could sit down for six hours every day and play a video game. We didn't say every day. There's a disconnect. I also just said that I don't have a problem with a person, with a grown man, sporadically playing a video game. That's, yeah, no problem. Sporadically, you want to play a video game. Two to three days a week. Six hours? And that's six hours, because if doing a weekday, that won't fly, because you got better things to do. This, there you go. I'm happy he's like finally. He, I'm happy he's finally bringing it out. No, like the best thing to do are I mean, is like go to things to do. Yeah, like go to work. Hold on, like go to work. Come home. Do what else you gotta do and play video games. So every time you feel like you want to play video games too. All I'm saying is, I I personally don't think. Again, your opinion differs. I personally don't think it's it's, it's not a level of not growing up. It's all about number one. You gotta get what brings people joy. That playing video games does bring joy. Play, playing video games is relaxing, contrary to what you think, based on my own experience. Well, on my experience, the adult men in my family, this so this is my experience. The mm-hmm. adult men in my family do not play video games. Because it's not something that interests them. That's why. But this is what I'm saying. So that's just my experience. Mm-hmm. The adult men in my family, they don't play video games. They don't. Which crazy me, I'm not really big on video games. The only video games I play. And I'm just thinking, like, like definitely my dad, he's not playing video games. My older brother, he might play a video game for maybe like a half an hour. You know, maybe like if someone tells him, like, oh, play, he might play it, you know, for a half hour, hour. But he's also he just got to get that one game that I just. But I told you, I only played two the games. The men in my family are not gamers. Now I know people. Whose husband, significant other, boyfriend, even girlfriend Mm -hmm. are gamers. And to each his own. Like, they're gamers and their significant other, you know, they're cool with it. Sometimes they're both gamers, you know, but that's just not something that I'm into. I just, I'm not, I'm not a video game person. What about comic books? What do you think Um, about, no, no, my question is, what about... Comic-Con? Adults, adults that are into comic books. Not Comic-Con, just comic books in general. I mean, no, that, well, read, that's they just... They sit a, there well, and read them. Well, no, that's just... I don't... That's a a genre of reading. I guess that's what they like to read. Okay, just making sure. Everybody, because I hate of video games, and haters going to be hating, man, but it is what it is. I play great that photo. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I played my own sort of games, but it's not video games. I like word games. I think that's childish. I already learned how. I already know how to read. Don't need to play games to teach me that. Well, this is why. Who sits there and play word games for hours or want to? Come on, grow up, Erica. Someone Gr- who wants up, to hone their vocabulary. Grow up. This is why he's constantly <laughs> Googling the words I'm saying. Right, so nobody Googles the words you're That's saying, what by he the think. way. That's what y'all think. I'm watching him. You guys can only hear him. What? Oh. <laughs> Yo, you lying. I don't have my phone in my hand, by the way. <laughs> but for, for to make a point, I actually watch a lot of shows and movies with the caption, closed caption. I, I, I just find it very interesting. I do, too. I, I, I'm like, I like learning new words. And I was like, oh, this is okay. You get a better, you get like, because my ex girl, right? She's, she was watching, because I got into anime myself. 
So she was watching anime, but I'm like, you know, I like the English dub version. She goes, nah, I like hearing it. Um, I like watching it in Japanese. And she just goes, reading and it. And just reading it. And I'm like, and I realized, I'm like, nah, I can't do it. I like the dub version. But I realized, I'm like, but I got closed captioning for everything else. Why don't I just do it for anime? Right. And I was like, you know, I just started doing it. I was like, you know, I'm just watching anime in their own language and just read the, read the closed captions. And I like closed captions. It actually, like you said, it sharpens up my vocabulary, number one. Because I see a word, I'm like, oh, snap, I got to look that up. And I'm like, because I got to beat Erica. I like, but, <laughs> uh, I like closed captions also. It's dope. I like closed captions. Mm-hmm. All my stuff now, I just literally watch. I don't know why. It's like, I feel like, I feel uncomfortable if it's not in closed captions. Or especially like if uh, someone calls and you like mute it. But you can still read what's going on. No, nah, I just pause it. Or I just won't pick up. Yeah. If I'm in the zone, I call them back. Yeah. Because right now I'm at the end of uh, WandaVision. WandaVision? It's on Disney. Are you into like Marvel and stuff like that? Mm-mm. Because uh, Spider-Man is coming out, whatever. That's going to be dope. That's going to be fire. So, Don't like comic books either. Haters going to hate. That's what they're going to do. I mean, I'm just waiting for you to say that you want to wear, like, a diaper and a bib for Halloween. I mean, what else are you into, Woody? Wow, because I like to play Madden and Grand Theft Auto. Are you putting these words in my mouth? I like to play Madden and Grand Theft Auto. This is, this is what I'm... i yet to even mention those two titles. No, I mentioned, I said, this is the video games that I play. Right, so... Some people but, play, like, a whole... They have, like, video game collections, like, crazy. I'm like, but I only stick to two games. I like sports. I'm not a NBA 2K but you're fan. you're putting words, or you're putting, like, thoughts. You said, what else do you like, Woody? You go, I'm waiting for you to start wearing a diaper and getting the binky and having your favorite toy, dragging it around your comfortable blanket. See, I didn't even say binky, I so that means that he'd already visualized. And I watch cartoons. Oh, see, and the plot thickens. And now you watch cartoons. And, and I'm watching shows about Are these Marvel. Adult Swim or, are the, or is this like Disney cartoons? I watch Disney cartoons. There's not really much Disney cartoons that entertain me. Like I watch efforts for family on Netflix. I like watching adult cartoons where okay. they actually like talk about like real life stuff and they curse and no, as it's, long it's as entertaining. Adult cartoons, then okay. Mm-hmm. No, but this 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 little cartoons that's like, for example, like what's the childish cartoon? But it's dope. Like I used to watch some Phineas and Ferb because Nakai put me on the show Phineas and Ferb when it was at Disney or Nickelodeon. One of them. That show was dope. Gravity Falls was dope. Gravity Falls is really dope. Don't know any of these shows, but go ahead. Yeah, Nakai put me on. And um, I watched Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball, I'm sorry. Dragon Ball Z is just part of the Dragon Ball um, saga. Um, I watch a lot of, I watch anime and just adult cartoons. Do you watch Care Bears? No, I don't go that far back. <laughs> <laughs> I would never go that far back. <laughs> it does not entertain me. And Netflix has some good cartoons, man. Some good adult cartoons. And they have like real adult jokes. It is funny. I'm not, uh, I mean, I watch a, I don't really commit to watching like a whole adult cartoon. So you don't like cartoons? I didn't say that, um, but it's not like really my thing, you know, but I'll watch, uh, I've watched like a few episodes of like Family Guy. Family Guy was cool at first. I mean, to me, it doesn't like, it doesn't grab me. I anymore. used to like watching um, the Beavis Simpsons? and Butthead. Oh, I hate oh, that. Oh, the Simpsons. We they were I hated the Beavis Simpsons. 
Oh, I used to like watching Beavis and Butthead. I don't know what about them. Yeah, it's to me, like, like and you're looking at it, and you're like, what the fuck is I watching? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> That's what exactly. It was like, did I just waste my time? Even SpongeBob SquarePants, I'm like, it's just stupid. I never liked, I never liked watching that one. Yo, Blue's Clues made me want to shoot my brains out. I didn't watch that one. Either. I hated Blue's Clues with a passion. Did you watch Dora the Explorer? Nakai used to watch. That's another thing. That's, swipe or no swipe. I'm like, yo, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's like the stupidest cartoons you watch it because your kids watch it. You're like, yo, why am I being tortured like this? Yeah. I'm just trying to remember, like, if I had a favorite cartoon and I don't really, I didn't really, I don't know. Can't think of any cartoon. Back I was kind of odd growing up. Like I didn't like Barbie dolls and. But like. Me, I mean, I grew up as a typical, like whatever. Like dudes used to play video game. Nah, what's crazy? No, growing up, I did not have video games. I grew up where we'll go to the schoolyard, play basketball, we'll play handball. So I just figured it out. So that's why you play video games now as Okay, an adult. you haven't figured anything out because, because I just told you I seldomly play video games. You did not have them as a child. DJ cut the beat. I said. Pick up I the <laughs> I seldomly play video games. I mainly played most of my video games during the pandemic time frame, the lockdown. But otherwise, I don't really play video games like that. And this, I, had a, I have an Xbox One, whatever it is, and I only played Madden. And grant that photo. And that's because I'm like, all right, there's nothing for me to do. Let me just hop on this real quick. Next thing you know, hours fly Once by. Once again, there's nothing for him to do. But in a sense, I'm, I don't want to drive anywhere. So it makes no sense for me to go leave. do yard work. For what? You I don't need to do yard work. go and clean your car. You couldn't go and do some laundry. What if these things are not necessary because it doesn't need to be done because it's either already been done or it's not time for it to be done? Why isn't it time to be done? Are you procrastinating? Um, Yard work for... First of all, it's not laundry time yet, so I don't need to go and do laundry. I'm not just going to go and wash a couple of pair of pants because Erica doesn't like me to be talking about playing video games. So I'm not going to watch three pair of pants when I'm like, you know what? I got a whole bunch more to wear. I just do laundry in one shot. Yard work, for what? Because season's changing. Right. Okay, what else? So every season requires different type of work to be done in the yard. No. Yes. My yard has plants, a little small patch of grass. And the rest concrete? Pathways basically concrete. <laughs> Oh, and I got a pressure washer, which cleans that out. So I don't need to clean anything. It's already probably, it was already pressure washed. So um, my car. Oh, so you just leave the chores to someone else. Go ahead. No, I bought you the pressure. You just said that. So, you no. said because it's already done. So someone already I, did it. I just it. said I bought a pressure washer. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go and pressure wash it again because it's already been done. Right, by someone else. No, it just means it's already been done. It doesn't you mean I didn't do it. You implied that it was someone else no. who did it. I said, remember what I said earlier? Mm-hmm. I said, some of these things, it's not time for it to be done. So there's no reason for me going to do it. Like laundry. It's not laundry time yet because I still have a lot more to wear. Why should I pressure wash? First of all, my house water bill is like $600 every three months. It's pretty high. So why would I constantly keep pressure washing for what? <laughs> Woody, why do you like to park in other people's driveways? How about that? First of all, you want to go back to that? <laughs> Yo, I got to take out another boot. I didn't tell you. Are you serious? Yo, crazy. $661. They keep getting me. 
did you owe tickets or that was for that one incident? No, this is recently. I think it's like last month. But this is what I'm saying. The $600 was for the one incident or was it because you had other tickets? What do you mean that one incident? You said you had to pay $600. No, that last incident we talking about, you referring to, that's like 700 and change. That was paid. But what I'm saying is... I had more tickets. Okay. <laughs> oh, what? The, why did I have to pull your teeth to get no, that? No, because I didn't understand what you're leading to. So, yo. So now, I have, mind you, like... I parked on... No, so where that's leading to is, before you finish, is why do you keep getting all these tickets and what kind of tickets are you getting? I actually just caught a ticket last Friday. And this ticket is totally... $95. Totally my fault. Okay, but what Absolutely kind of my tickets fault. are you getting? A no parking ticket. This one says, truck loading only. <laughs> so I park because there's no parking by my brother's house. I'm like, you know what? So I threw my one of my, a regular card with my picture saying training center on. I'm like, you know what? There's nowhere to park. I passed by a Okay, park- what was the training center ID supposed to do? SST ID, right? Listen, this, this is it. I'm about to go put my car in a garage. I'm like, $50? For a couple of hours? I was like, nah, take my chance. Then I'm chilling. I threw it on there. I'm like, ah, I should, hopefully I'm all right. But I might get a ticket, but hopefully I'm all right. Because I didn't want to cough up that like 50 something dollars just for parking. Because I didn't know how long I was going to be there. And like, you know, down there, it's like, it'd be like $18 for like a half hour. We in Manhattan? No, it's um, downtown Brooklyn. Mm-hmm, yeah. Crazy. So I'm like, yo, I'm probably going to be here for hours, bro. So I'm, <laughs> it's going to be a grip for parking. So I was like, you know what? Let me take my chance because I've gotten away with the SST card. Right. I've, I've gotten away with it by the World Trade Center. Oh, it says authorized vehicles. It says government authorized vehicles. And I've parked it and I've gotten away with it. Because they probably think you're doing work out there. It has like a little glittery, shiny look. So, boom. <laughs> I threw it up there. First, I went to get some food. Chicken wings and fries. I got two orders of that. $50. I was like, Jesus Christ. This is expensive. Chicken wings and fries for $50? 10-piece chicken wings and fries. That was kind of two pricey. orders of that, so it'd be two fries and, and two chicken two sets of chicken wings. Yeah, I got that a, spot is banging though. It's amazing. No, I got an order of two pieces of whiting with mm-hmm. what was it? Two pieces of whiting with some sweet potatoes and macaroni and cheese, mm. and that was twenty two fifty, <laughs> and it just it tasted disgusting. Oh, that's what got you more so, pissed off when you pay that kind of money. That got that just took it over the if top. If you would have paid seven fifty, you'd be like, I right, I I bite the bullet. Because I had I had already ordered the food mm-hmm. and you know whatever. So now I'm waiting to pay and she's like, twenty two fifty. So I was like, damn. <laughs> but like I'm already committed. So I'm like, damn, twenty two fifty. I'm like, all right, this must be some real good shit. <laughs> I should have known better. Hold on, you shit. didn't eat from there before? No. Oh, there you go. And I should have known better. This damn place was on Sutter Avenue. I should have known better. Anyway. East New York. Shout out to yeah, East New York, I baby. I should have known better. So I get home and... <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? You should have known better because it's on Sutter Avenue. Explain yourself, E. Because... <laughs> I'm going to put you on blast. Explain yourself. Okay, so... The neighborhood... <laughs> yeah. Usually food is priced according to... Demographics? The demographics. <laughs> what do you mean by that? He explained. You can't. I'm, try- I'm trying to learn. 
I'm trying to lure you into this trap. If you in the hood and you selling <laughs> plates for $22, that's because your shit is fire. Yeah. Okay. You fell for the trap. Like, let's keep it real. <laughs> if I would have went to the fish place on Rockaway, I think that's like Rockaway and Church. Very, not, oh, right by about the Brooklyn. hospital. By Brookdale oh, Hospital. Yeah, 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 right there. That same plate would have probably cost me like $14. And it would have been slamming. Okay? But this place, $22.50, and the sweet potatoes, you can tell that they were like canned. And uh, they just, they didn't even season it. It was just like straight out the can. Can and warm. And then the macaroni and cheese, it was like, uh, it was, I was like, it was just disgusting. So when I get over to, <laughs> you know, to the east, I'm like complaining about this food. So I was like, I don't even want this food. So I, I, I actually, I nibbled like a little bit of each and I closed it up and I was like, here, you guys can have it. I was like, I don't like this food. It doesn't even taste good. You know what I was told? That, oh, that place is so pricey because during COVID, it was one of the only restaurants open and that was doing deliveries up and down that strip. So bring the price back down. I guess they just, you know, people was buying it. So they kept their price as is, but it was so not worth it. I was so disappointed. I mean, I... I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a hateful person, so I mean, I didn't go to Yelp and give them a negative review. But I would have. I spent my that, money. That you, food you, was disgusting. You, no, but I give reviews because if you're putting a product out there and I'm paying X amount of dollars for it and it's not Say up to it, par, twenty two fifty. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, and you guess what? You're charging me. And it you, wasn't even like snapper or salmon. It was whiting. I give them a bad. Re- I will give them a bad review because you if it was you're whiting, charge, it wasn't even like snapper or or salmon or. And guess what? They got away with it because you didn't give them a negative review. Because they're going to keep selling that same garbage. But that $50, the chicken and the fries, it was good. the two orders of, boy, so it was worth I got 50. through like six pieces of chicken. I'm like, oh man, I was comatose. It was so good. So, so it was worth your $50 then? Yeah, hell yeah, it was worth it. I don't mind spending money on food if it's good and it's worth it. It's like yummy. And There's just, a party in my stomach. And you know what the worst part about that was? There's though? a party in my tummy. Yummy in my tummy. The worst part about that though, yeah. I had like four wings left. The fries, is, oh, the fries are so good. I was comatose. I took a nap on my brother's couch. Now my cousin came over. My mm. other brother came over. I already know. His girlfriend came home. I got up. I'm like, yo, his girlfriend's about to. Get, I was like, yo, want got some wings and fries left or whatever? My cousin's like, yo, bro, I already already dogged those. <laughs> They were gone and you were offering them. I'm telling you, that place is banging. Do you want to shout the place out? No, not yet. Okay, because I was but about to Google the name of that it's restaurant. Actually, it's Bonchon, if you want to go. It's Bonchon. Bonchon? It's, like, it's like some Asian joint. Mm-hmm. Like, they really, like, put care into their food. The chicken is crispy and nice and to- like, their seasoning is amazing. Really? It's expensive. But it's worth it. Worth it. So is this something that you're going to give uh, five stars to? I've eaten there approximately about maybe three or four times so mm-hmm. far. Right. Maybe on my fifth time, I'll give them a five star. But I usually get good reviews. I, I'm Yo, I've earned so many points on Google. It's crazy. Just giving reviews? Yeah. Okay, Wait. so right now, what I'm doing, Woody, mm-hmm. Woody, 
I'm actually looking to see if I can find that um, place. It's by like it's it's by like will it be L, it's by LB Square. What is it? LB Square or LB LB Square? Is it LB? What you mean downtown? Yeah, LB is a it was A L B E E LB. Yeah, so it's by there. It's uh it's like a block. I think I know what you're talking about. So you have like the old Petland discount. Mm-hmm. It's like right, like live right there, like literally right there. I think I know the place you're talking about. Oh yeah. Well, back to the ticket. Yes, I got a ninety-five dollar ticket. Because <laughs> my cousin's like, "Yo, you got a ticket?" I was like, "I thought he's BSing because he probably." I was like, "How you know he's?" Like, I passed right by your car and I seen a ticket on top of it. <laughs> and I came. I was like, "Oh damn, I really did get a ticket." So you did get a ticket. I got a ticket. But um, matter of fact, let's wrap this up because you know it's getting a little late. All right, I was actually uh, uh, trying to find this place, but I think it's B O N C H O N. Or maybe there's just a bond and you space it out, put the chan. I think it's called bond chan. Oh no, I wasn't looking for that. I oh, was, you're looking for. Ah, I was looking for the name that that disgusting place that sold me that food. So oh. that <laughs> nobody ever goes there again. I was really looking for that, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to find them. But I just really don't go there. Once I find the name, I'll let you know, Woody, because I was just disgusted by their food. Yeah, I can't nah, find Nah, if I'm paying a certain price, man, I, I don't care. If, you, if you're going to serve me some garbage, you're going to get that review. Because if you, if, like you said, if, you, like you said, if you're going to charge a certain price, it means like there's, like there's a quality level... You, you you deem your food to be where you can charge that price, right? So live up to it. Just like if you go to like if you go to like a spot, you order you know a buttered bagel and like your bagels all burnt up. Be like yo, bro, you know you want to eat this. Why you don't give it to me, man? Disgusting. Or they put like a whole bunch of butter. It's all drenched and it's dripping. Oh, okay, I found it here. So it's called Sea Island Seafood. Should oh, I should, they got 3.5 stars. Ooh, read a, few, read a few reviews. Let's see. I like reading the bad reviews. Because <laughs> you know the good is just going to compliment them. So you, you want to see like, what people complain about. I guess I can go to Yelp, right? I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Seafood. Read any two stars, like the two star ones. How do I go to it? All right. Matter of fact, you probably have to pull it up on... Are you on, are you on Google? Oh, here we go. Hold on. All right. Um, do you re- add review, popular site, takeout and delivery, info, explore the store or the seafood update? I mean, where are the reviews? Okay, what? I mean, I can pull it up. Maybe what's the name of it? Oh, wait a minute. I did give them a bad review. Uh, what's the name of it again? Oh no, they're telling me to leave a review. Sea Island Seafood. Sea Island Seafood, okay. This is right off of. It is on Sutter, okay. Okay, reviews. The first time I bought. No, it says 4.3. The. The ratings, 4.3. You're talking about the one that's on like. Uh, Sutter Ave, mm-hmm. right off of uh, right off of Pennsylvania. 
well, I don't know. The one I'm looking at on Yelp, it's like um, three and a half stars. Uh, Yelp is different. Google, uh, 224 ratings, 4.3. I'm looking at the lowest ratings going up. I'm about to, I'm about to go to the bad ones. Right, we'll give it a bad review. What the reviews do, though? Okay, lowest ratings. I ordered with I ordered with Slimus and I never got my food, although it said delivered. When I called the restaurant, they said I have to get, I have to call Slimus. Okay, that's a Slimus issue. I wanted to truly like this place. The staff were very welcoming and friendly. Good portions, however, I had the catfish and shrimp dinner. When I tell you, extremely dangerously and salty. <laughs> I mean, everything was so salty. I did not eat all my food. Food was over fried. Unfortunately, I would not go back. <laughs> Food tasted like it was left over. Was very disappointed after being charged fifty for my meal. What? What? Food with. Wait, what? what? Wait. Yo, this person spared no mercy. Wait, what One they star. Said? Food. T- food tasted like it was left over. Was very disappointed after being charged fifty dollars for I'm my meal. I'm telling you, the prices are ridiculous. Horrible food. Don't even think about it. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was soul food. It wasn't. Jamaicans, West Indians cannot cook our food. Baked macaroni and cheese, and cheese, fish ribs, none of, what? None of potato salad, nothing. I waste, I wasted my money and I cook better than that. <laughs> I ordered the turkey wing dinner with collard greens. As I started to take bites of, bites of it, I felt as I was chewing sand. <laughs> And went to examine and I found broken up micro piece of plastic. Wow. Wow. And my collard greens. Never again will I order from this from the from them. This isn't the first time I had issues, but this time my health was put at risk and they do not answer their phone. I'm telling you. The salmon and fried shrimps were spoiled. It's good. It's what? It's good. Some of the food that I tried. But yeah, you gave him one star, bro. Okay, <laughs> see this one says, I ordered shrimp and grits and white fish and grits was horrible. It tasted like a bowl of garlic oil. <laughs> oh, gargoyle? Garlic oil. Oh. Yeah. And butter, dis- and butter, disgusting. The shrimps was chewy and fish tasted sweet. Absolutely the worst grits I ever had. How does fish taste sweet? <laughs> yeah, it said the food wasn't good whatsoever. Salmon was dry. Shrimp mac and cheese tasted like box mac and cheese. Yeah. Did yams I tell was, you that the mac and the yams were what? what yams, the, yeah, it says the yams was hard and dry. Didn't I tell you that? The yams yeah. were disgusting and the mac and cheese was disgusting. Oh, look at this one. I ordered a $12 dinner special today and the food was ice cold. The macaroni was not melted. <laughs> the butter on the broccoli was also not melted. <laughs> I would not be coming back. I got a cough too. I'm sorry. Oh gosh. Says, I would not be coming back to the establishment where advise family, friends, and co-workers not to come back either. Wow. I'm gonna should I read a couple more? Do not yes, you do not go there. Don't go. I'm because I want to close the show. Disgusting. Okay. All right, so read one more. I ordered Uber Eats yesterday and half of my order was missing. Okay, that's Uber Eats problem. I can't blame them. Somebody said price is outrageous. Oh, they, they got two stars. 
Let's see what this says. Ooh. Order on Uber Eats. Not worth it. Overpriced for too little food. Can someone please tell me if this amount of food worth $20? <laughs> That's what you said. Stick to the Spanish restaurants if you want more bang for your buck. Yeah, I told you it was $22, and I was like, two pieces of fish, one scoop of hard sweet potatoes that came right out the can. And wow. like someone said, un- the, the macaroni and cheese with the cheese not melted. Uh, let's see. I was I was first introduced to this place by my daughter in August who catered my birthday from California and the food was good. So I decided to drive 45 minutes to get some, some more today. But was met with a very rude cashier. The people behind the counter were wearing their masks on their chins while playing loud music and talking over the food. With only three people ahead of me, it took over 20 minutes to get the order together. <laughs> She said mask on their chin. (laughs) That was to hide the goatee. Wow, the food was bland. The wait took forever and the place was not even crowded. Wow. It wasn't. When I went there, it wasn't crowded and I was there for like 15 minutes. I can't understand. I can't understand the long wait. I went on Sunday around 6 p.m. The food looks great. It just doesn't taste great. (laughs) Leftovers in the fridge. I'm sure they will end up in the trash. <laughs> no one's eating that. Yeah, I most likely would not be visiting this establishment. I got whitening with French fries and salmon with mac and cheese and corn. The mac and cheese is not bad. Ah oh, man, yo, Google. Are you going to try that place? Hell, are you crazy? <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay, you know what I do when? Maybe you can help me find it. Um. One of my co-workers, she told me about this place that she goes to in Manhattan. And I, I meant to get the place from her, and I, I don't know if I'll see her again. And she says that it's in Washington Heights, and she mm-hmm. said it's a sushi place. But I love sushi. everything is cooked sushi. She said everything Washington is cooked. Washington Heights. And she said the name is something oh, mama. You don't, like, you don't like raw fish? Oh, I hate raw fish. I, I Google it after Okay, this. so I legitimately tried sushi Twice, legitimately, I, I could not get past the texture like that. Uh, I, I, I had to sushi, spit man. it out. Yeah, like sashimi, okay. all that. Like, I like like the yeah. platter. Like you try like different ones. It comes like huge. Disgusting. I had the kai sushi. For you the look first like time. a sushi eating Love person. Sushi. My parents were into sushi. Yeah, you know, your parents like, look like they would be sushi eating people. Yo, as well. sushi's dope. Yeah, for sushi, you. Sushi's dope for like, you. It's actually not like. At first, it's like one of the things like, oh, I don't understand why people like it. Then when the more you eat it, like, yo, this is really good. Mm. You know what I mean? No, thank you. But, you know, um, wow. I'll just wrap this up. And um, yeah, random thought? Random thought. What about sushi that people like? Um, it doesn't have to be really seasoned because it's raw fish. It's like you know you eat it with like probably just dip it in a little sauce or you eat it with the right just you know just the rice alone or the ginger or the cinnamon or whatever it is. I don't know. To, to me, it's, it's like something quick, and it's, it's as long as prepared good, it's supposed to be good for you. Prepared well. Did it come about due to the lack of resources, like due to the no lack idea. of cooking utensils? I have no idea. Like, I, like I have no idea. 
<laughs> it just seems sort of like a primitive dish to me. That's because it's still, I mean, it still has, like you can actually catch a fish, cut it up, and they go sushi right there. That's basically what it is raw fish, right? But like you know, it became more decorative, right? That's what I'm saying. It just seems like an archaic dish. It's good though. You're just a hater because you don't like video games or you don't like sushi, but they, I mean, they do people that play video games, they usually do. S- have a tray of sushi next to them. Yeah. It's convenient. With a, a, one of those bubble teas but, next to the sushi but, tray. Yo, you don't like bubble tea? No. Yo, bubble tea's amazing. Because I don't like... Okay, so I just learned something the other day. I've never tried it because I don't like milk and tea. I don't like that combination. Yeah, me but either. But someone just told me that you don't have to get milk and tea. That you can get like a flavor... It doesn't have to be milk and tea. It can be like a juice. I'm lost. Uh, I'm confused. You mean like cinnamon tea and ginger tea, stuff like that? No, I'm talking about those bubble teas. You know, like, and it has like those little Oh, yeah, they have different types, yeah. But I didn't know that. I thought that all of them was like some kind of milk and tea. No, sometimes it has that color. It also is the sugar in sometimes too that make it turn that color. Mm -hmm. Because there's different ones where like it's it's not, it's like just pure black. Or it's like, you know, it's like a light brown or whatever it is. Like No, but I've, yeah, because I've seen like a pink one, but I just like, I don't like milk and tea. Do you put milk in your tea? Hell no. First of all, I'm lactose. Like, so I don't. Okay, but when I, I, I say I, I, milk, I, 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 I don't necessarily mean cow milk. I didn't say, I just, do I just, you I, drink cow's First milk? of all, if I'm drinking tea, I want the tea in its purest form. Right. Like, so I'm going to drink the tea. Like, right. I don't want nothing else mixed That's with like, it. Unless, like, it's sugar. Do you see how I had to take my coffee? Black? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. If I'm going to drink Black coffee, like, like me. Why, would I, <laughs> why would I water it down? Like, guys get milk in their coffee. I'm like, number one, that's going to make it cooler faster. And they were going to put it in the microwave. I'm like, first of all, that's weird. <laughs> that is weird because it was just hot, right? Yeah, like... <laughs> Working backwards, bro. How about you just not put milk in it? <laughs> like, I always question that too because I'm like, it was just hot. Like, why now you're heating up your coffee because you decided to put cold milk in there? Like, like each, why, each didn't you, why didn't you heat the milk up first, right? How about you just not put milk in there? How about that? Like, just drink the coffee, bro. You want coffee? If you want milk, drink milk. You want coffee? I'm not going to put coffee in my milk. Like, you know, yeah. get like a little dab of coffee. Put it Like, why would you put a dab of milk in your coffee? Like, well, that's what this barista once told me, that people who like milk and sugar in their coffee, they don't like coffee. They like milk and sugar. Might as well drink that, to be honest with you. You ever had milk, like sugared, like milk? Have I ever had sugared milk? Yeah, like, you know, first of all, you ever had actual real milk? Yeah, like real They'll sit milk. there and they'll boil it for a while. Mm-hmm. It has like the little skim on top, yeah, whatever Yeah, the it is. little, the fat on top. That same kind of milk. Mm-hmm. Take a cup like you have in your coffee, put some sugar in it, you mix it up. Best thing ever. It's amazing. Yeah. Yep. So let's see. My random thought. My mind's been kind of blank, but. Yo, today I'm driving home. The guy behind me has his hazards on. Not his hazards, his like, I don't know if his high beams, he's beaming. You ever had that like, yeah. it comes off your side mirrors, you're like, yo, man, you can't see. It's like the person from behind is like blinding you. Like, and I feel like I have to... <laughs> you don't turn your mirror all the way out so that it could shine back on them? That does that? Yeah, like, if you take your mirror and you 
point it out so that mm-hmm. like you can't see anymore. It's like, not pointing inside my car. Right. It's like don't pull it in like so you could see more at your car. Point it out and it is it hits them. I'm gonna do that next time because what I did today is I, I I rolled out my window, I stuck my head out the car. I'm like, yo, you gotta turn that shit off. You never, you never did, you never noticed that. Like, you never look through your rearview mirror and you catch the person behind you looking at you at your through your rearview mirror. I never noticed that. Yeah, well, like you. Are you, are you talking about my side mirrors or my actual rearview? No, I mean your side mirrors. I'm sorry, your side mm-hmm. mirror. I didn't mean no, your rearview mirror. I mean your side. Turn I, your side mirror out, not the rearview. I never. Your side mirror. Yeah, no, because it was going through. Like you said, it was going through my side mirror. So I'm gonna try that next time. Because I'm like this. I'm like, yo, bro. I'm like, I can't see. Yeah. Because it's beaming right. At, I'm like, yo, dude. This can't be your regular headlights. It's a, it, there's no way. Because you're gonna blind oncoming traffic. So notice that when you driving, when you park, mm-hmm. like waiting at a red light or just driving, and you behind someone, if you look. At their driver's side mirror, mm-hmm. you can see their face. <laughs> I'm going to try that now. You can see their face. Because so, it's facing them. Right, because it's facing them. So you can see their face. Like, you might have to, like, dip your head a little bit over, but you can see their whole face. In the Because remember, they have to be able to see that mirror to see out. So it's sort of like, you know, like the mirror game. Yeah. So you can see their face. So now, if they have those high beams on you, if you mm-hmm. turn that mirror... It's gonna hit them. The reflection is gonna yo, like ricochet. I wish and I hit knew them. that. I could have. Yo, this thing was bright. Now, mind you, I'm, I'm like on the northern, well, the Grand Central going into the Jack. It's like slow traffic. I mean, slug traffic. And I'm like, yo, and I literally have to. I'm like, yo, bro, you got to turn that off. And like, I yelled out, I'm like, yo, this, I'm like, you can't be doing this. I'm Ridiculous. like, yo, and you know, after a while, when that thing hits you, like, your eyes take a while to adjust. Yeah, it does. So you like, I'm like, yo, come on. It gives man. you a headache. It was, te- it was terrible, man. I was like, I'm so pissed off. But yeah, that's it, man. I was just, just pissed me off. Well, today we're going to bypass our wordplay game because we kind of did things a little differently today. So Ooh. we're going to end yeah. differently. Okay. okay, okay, okay. And Woody is actually talking to me right now with his eyes closed. So <laughs> it's a tired. little bit past Woody's bedtime. He's yawned twice. He's speaking with his eyes closed right now. So we're going to do him a favor because he has to drive. He has to do a little driving to get home, and we want to make sure he gets home safe. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you for tuning in. And until next time. All right.